Hello, I'm your host, Mr. Chuck, a retired accountant turned truck driver. I reduced my debt in a relatively short period of time. Debt reduction to achieve financial freedom takes commitment, confidence, determination. Before I get started in this week's episode, I'd like to talk about a short article that I saw from my financial planner, and that was how to save money easier or to make saving money easier. And they recommend for you to set up with your employer, and this probably only works for those who have a direct deposit. If you get paid and your paycheck is directly deposited in your checking account, go to your employer and ask them if you can split that and put a percentage of your paycheck each pay directly into your savings account. You got to forget it's there. And the theory is if you don't receive it in your checking account, you'll forget about it and you won't spend it. So for those of you having trouble saving money or increase your savings, go to your employer and set up a direct deposit and split it out a percentage to your checking account, at least 5% or 10%, whatever you're comfortable with. And then the remainder going to your checking account. If your employer don't do that or if you don't have direct deposit, then through your bank account, online account, you can set up and automatically transfer money every pay period from your checking account into your savings account. But you must remember, you can only make six withdrawals a month from your savings account, and that's not the bank rules, that's the Fed's rules, or you'll be charged a penalty. So you want to make sure you don't remove or take more than six draws a month and the bank will give you a warning before you do that. Job interview questions. These are questions that the that you should be prepared to answer and then the end or the last part of this will be questions you should be prepared to ask. And you're wondering, what's this have to do with reducing your debt or increasing your wealth? Well, it comes to a point when you have to decide that if your career job, I'm calling it a career job, or your main job, you're just not making enough money. And perhaps in the past you asked for a pay raise multiple times and you didn't get anything or you just got the standard yearly increase. So what are you going to do next? Well, you should be considering looking for a new job. Because the only way you're going to get an increase in pay is to, one, find a job an employer willing to pay you. Once you make this decision, first, the most important thing to know in this situation It's not what you know that's important, but it's who you know. The more contacts you have to get 
in the door, the better off you're going to be. So the first step, and when you start looking for a job, is to contact everybody you know who may be working for a company or in the same field and let them know that you're looking for new employment and ask if their company has any openings. And even if they don't have any openings, ask them if there's any maybe future openings. You got to let everybody know. And I would do this by an email the first time and give them like a week to respond. If they don't respond, then maybe make a phone call, be casual, and then ask them if their company is hiring or if they have any openings in your related field. So it's who you know is the most important. Because if you can get a referral from somebody already working in that company and they give you a big plus, you're 10 steps ahead of everybody else. So what do you need to do before you go to interview? You've done your research, you sent out resumes, and you get some responses back. So the first thing you need to do is research the company and your interviewers. You need to know what the company does, a little bit of a history of the company in a general background. And you practice your answer to the common interview questions. You need to study the job description and note required skills, quality, and experience. You got to answer questions using the STAR method. Situation, tax, action, result. So if they ask you a question, you got to summarize the situation, identify the task, what action you would take, and what type of results going to happen. Recruit a friend to practice answering questions. Now, this is especially important if you just graduated from co college and you maybe never had that job in your career field. Be prepared with examples of your work, if you have any. Also, be prepared to let them know where you excel. If you've got a good, you know, pat on the back, or if you took care of some project, make sure that you let them know that you did a project and everybody was happy with it. And prepare smart answers for your interviews. Prepare to ask a good question. When they give you the opportunity, and these questions we're going to cover later on, Bring copies of your resume, a notebook, and pen to your interview and tie your answers back to your skills and accomplishments. So you're always patting yourself on the back. You're there. You got to be a positive, upbeat mood. Don't be down and out. You got to be positive no matter what. So here are some of the questions that may or may not be asked when you're talking to somebody interviewing. They're going to, one, tell me about yourself. And I'm not going to go into the answers. I have a link to this website. It's called uh, indeed.com. 
career advice, interviewing, top interview questions and answers. And there's 125 common interviews and answers. So they're actually giving you examples of the type of answers you should be given. So go to the website. Number one was tell me about yourself. Number two, how would you describe yourself? And remember, you got to be positive and upbeat. Don't describe yourself if something, your description of it is going to be negative. You need to describe yourself in a positive light. And I would do this outside of the work experience. Don't describe yourself what you might be like at work. Describe yourself generally overall because you got to be yourself. If they hire you and you start working there, they want to know what you would be like, how you'd interact with other people. Number three, what makes you unique? You got to identify things that you are unique and can do and what you're good at doing. Also, they keep everything positive. Why do you want to work here? What interests you in this role? What motivates you? What are you passionate about? Why are you leaving your current job? Now, this is important. Maybe you work in a job that's own family-owned company, and you worked yourself up to a position where you cannot advance any farther because everybody in those positions is a member of that family. And there's no way you're going to advance any farther, and they're only giving you a, a two or three or a cost of living pay raise. You're not getting any big bump in pay. And you've asked for pay raise multiple times, and you hadn't got it, and you think you should be making 20000 more a year. So that is the reason you would tell them, you know, tell them the truth. And then ask them, they don't know I'm interviewing. They don't know I'm looking for another job. I want to give a two-week notice. When I get ready to leave, you can contact them after I give them my notice. And number nine, why your greatest strengths? And of course, number 10, what are your greatest weaknesses? And you want to be honest about these things. What are your goals for your future? Where do you see yourself in five years? Can you tell me about the difficult work situation and how you overcame it? So as you go through the interview, they're going to start more general questions and then they're going to become more specific depending on what type of position you are applying for. What's your salary range expectation? Why should we hire you? Do you have any questions? Now that's important. Once you get to this, they ask you, do you have any questions? That means they're done with the interview. And if that's the second question, you didn't do too good. If that's you know, four or five questions in and you've been there for 35, 40 minutes. They're pretty much on a time constraint. They're maybe happy or not with your answers and your questions should be related to that job that you're applying for. Uh, what are your expectations? Is there any deadlines or goals? 
How long is it going to take? Am I going to be supervising anybody? Things like that. And there's some more at the, you know, later on, we're going to cover questions you should be ready to ask. What did you like most about your last position? Uh, what's your least you like about your last position? How do you handle stress? And be honest. If you don't handle stress well and stress stresses you out, tell them that. Don't tell them directly. Kind of be wishy-washy if you can. The easy, I'm able to stay calm when I focus on the bigger picture and break down my project into smaller tasks. Something like that would be a good answer. Uh, so maybe you assign me a new project and at the beginning of it, I might stress out about how I'm going to accomplish it. But over a day, I get some time to think about it and write out a outline of how I'm going to do it. And then it's less stressful. You know, something like that. What's your greatest accomplishment? Uh, I graduated from college. What's your teaching philosophy? Like, are you willing to teach others that work for you? If they're hiring you in as a supervisor, you got three years of experience and they hire somebody right out of college. Are you willing to teach them what you know? A lot of places that I've worked for, a lot of the people who are in higher positions were afraid to tell you all everything you needed to know because they thought you was going to take their job away from them. I don't know why they think that, but that's just the way it was. Need to be open on that, serious and positive. Again, the more you know about the company, the company's history and their philosophy, the better answer you're going to have related to their philosophy and their history. Tell me about your work experience. How would you define success? How do you work under pressure? What is your dream job? What can you bring to the company? And we're down at question 27. How do you handle conflicts at work? Why are you interested in this position? What skills would you bring to the job? So these are the top 10 interview. Tell me about yourself. Number two, how would you describe yourself? Number three, what makes you unique? Number four, why do you want to work here? Number five, what interests you about this role? Number six, what motivates you? Number seven, what are you passionate about? Number eight, why are you leaving your current job? Number nine, what are your greatest strengths? And number 10, what are your greatest weaknesses? Those top 10 questions are probably going to ask you, especially if it's a large company, because they're going to ask everybody the same type of question, and those are the top 10. Be prepared to answer them in an honest, upbeat, positive manner. That's the most important thing about getting a job is impressing the person who you are interviewing. If they're not impressed with you, and if you're not impressed with your skills, whether to communicate, because now you're communicating to them that you have an interest in a particular job. And if you don't do a good job in that, they're going to figure that's the way you are and that you may not be a good fit for that particular job, especially if it's a supervising job or a position in management. And what you're passionate about, don't say work. 
you got to be passionate about an outside activity, in my opinion, to let them know that it's not all work and, and that you need to have some time off to enjoy what you enjoy. Do you like backpacking? Do you like camping? Do you like boating? you like fishing? You'd go hunting? You say, well, hunting season's coming up, and I go deer hunting every fall with my dad. I'm passionate about that, and I really enjoy doing it. Something to that effect. So right now, that's, that's the end of the company asking you questions. You need to be prepared. You need to know a history of the company. You need to have an inside reference if you possibly can, whether it's a friend, a colleague, somebody you know that can give you a referral, a positive referral. It's the best way to get your foot in the door. It's not what you know at that point. It's who you know. Some of the best jobs I ever had was because I knew somebody that got me in the door. So we'll be back here. The second part of this is the questions you should be asking the person doing the interviewing. Okay, one of the questions you're going to be asked is if you have any questions. So here are some questions I got from the muse.com. Advice 51 interview question you should be asking. And the first category is questions to ask about the job. One, what does a typical day look like? Two, what are the most immediate projects that need to be addressed? Three, can you show me examples of the projects I'm wor- be working on? Four, what are the skills and experience you're looking for in an ideal candidate? And it goes on. The next set of questions is ask about training and professional development. Will I be trained? What are the training programs available to your employees? And there's five or six of those. Next category is questions to ask about your performance. What's the most important things you like to see someone accomplish in the first 30, 60, 90 days on the job? Whether the performance expectation of this position over the first year. The next group of questions is questions to ask about the interviewer. How long you've been with the company? Has your role changed since you've been here? What did you do before this? So you're asking personal questions to the person that you're talking to. Then you got to ask questions about the company. I read about the company's founding. Can you tell me more? Where do you see this company in the next few years? And there's some questions like that. Ask questions about that team. Can you tell me about the team I'll be working with? Who will I work with most closely? Who will I report to directly? Now, a lot of these questions will be in a follow-up interview. You may get a chance to be interviewed by the supervisor you'd be working for if you get asked to come back for a second interview. Then questions about the culture. What's the company team and culture like? How do you describe their work environment here? Is it work typically collaborative or independent? And then questions about ask the next steps. 
Is there anything that concerns you about my background being fit for this job? What are the next steps in the interview process? Is there anything else I can provide you with that would be helpful? So again, you're being upbeat and positive. And at the end, before you leave, you ask them, is there anything else you can do to make the decision about you easier? Anything else can you provide them that will help your case? I'll be back in one moment with my final thoughts. If you listen to this podcast, Reduce Debt, Increase Wealth, on an Apple device, scroll through all the episodes towards the bottom, and you can select Write a Review and leave your comments, and you can rate this podcast. I appreciate all feedback, and I thank you for your time in doing so. For some more detailed answers on some of these questions or all their questions, you could go to my show notes and click on the links to go to see what they advise a type of answer. But remember, the best answer is the one that you can give. Why are you looking for a new job? If your debt is out of control, you have a whole lot of credit card debt, and maybe you're working a part-time job, and you just can't make your ends meet. There's got to be a reason for that. Maybe you took this job when the economy was doing bad, and you had to settle for a job where the pay was lower. You can't stay there forever. It's time to move on. And be honest with your answers and be upbeat about your answers. If the main reason you're looking for a new job is for more money, let them know that. When your income is too low, the need for a new job is required. And this is why I went over the job interview questions and how to handle them in this particular episode. It's important to be prepared for any interview. And if you hadn't been in an interview for years, you need to tell them the number one reason why you are leaving. And if that number one reason is, I don't make enough money because I took this job when the economy was down, I got stuck in that job, and I decided now it's the time for me to move on. I need to move up in my career. I need to make more money and then be honest about everything else. Maybe you don't like your current supervisor. Maybe you're in a family-owned position, company. There is nowhere for growth. There's no way for you to move up. If you're setting your goals on being the president of the company, that's not going to happen if you're working for a family-owned company. Unless they like you so much, they give you an opportunity to buy them out. But if you're struggling with your own personal debt, you're not going to be able to afford that, so you, you know, you need to make more money. Once you get a job and you let your current employer know your two weeks notice, there is the possibility they'll make you an offer. But make sure before you take that offer and tell them you're not going to change jobs, that you would be happy in doing that. Is it enough money? Are the benefits the same? Are they going to provide me with anything extra? 
You need to consider everything. Personally, if I went out and I did an interview and I got a job offer, even if my current employer would ask, offer me more money, I probably wouldn't take it. I'll probably move on because there was a reason I was looking for another job. You got to dig deep. You got to make the right decision at the right time to move on in your career, to move on in your life, to improve everything. And once you get your income up, increased, you need to reflect that in your budget. And then you might be able to get those pesky credit cards under control because you'll have a larger income to do so. I wish everybody success in their future and hope you all are well.